What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Luxury Health Podcast. We have a very special guest in the building and a family friend, Miss Leger Rain. What's going on? Hi, I'm excited to be here. Everything is good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So before we get started, I got to say anyone who listens to me or who knows me know that I like Erica Badu. Like that's my favorite artist. Uh, when you talk about complete artists, from the songs that she writes to how she carries herself, my favorite artist. And somebody told me a while ago that they actually met Erica Badu before. And when she walked in the room, it was this energy or this presence that just surrounded her when she walked in the room. Um, and I gotta say, when you walked in the room today, it was just some type of energy or presence around you that kind of felt like what they were describing about Erica Badu. Um, Leger, if you don't know her, she's very popular on social media, Facebook, Instagram. I'll let her give you those details later, but she's an astrology expert. So she knows a lot about compatibility when it comes to astrology, medical astrology. Um, she just has a wealth of knowledge a lot more than myself because I don't know anything about astrology. Whenever somebody starts talking about astrology, I don't know anything about it. So I'm glad to have her here. This podcast episode is definitely for my audience, but more so for me so I can learn more about astrology um, when it comes to these type of things. So I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let you start talking. I want you to just basically share your story about how you got a passion for this type of work. Um, where it came from, and just just how you began to love astrology. Okay, well, I started studying astrology when I was probably about 10 or 11 years old. And I kind of would go back and forth with it because it is a very deep and detail-oriented science. So I would get kind of confused. And so probably about six years ago, I decided to get um, some professional training from a celebrity astrologer and she broke a lot of things down for me um for this at this point i kind of knew like all of the signs and how they worked but um i didn't really understand how to read a chart and so when i say chart i mean everyone in astrology so when you're born your chart is a snapshot of where all of those planets were at the time exact time you were born so if you've ever heard people be like oh girl i asked him for his birth time <laughs> that's what that's about because it's more accurate if you know the exact time of birth when someone was born as far as pulling their chart and you can kind of guess and there are also some physical characteristics that could tell you someone's rising or ascendant sign which can help you calculate what time they were born but that's really complicated and that's something you kind of learn after you really really know astrology so most people are like hunting for the birth time looking at people's birth certificates things like that so once i got the professional training um i started reading charts for other people and so that's pretty much, pretty much what people know me for is reading astrology charts and breaking down the spiritual parts of the signs um i do believe that the planets help guide us you know that's why they're a lot of them are, they're visible you can see them and they help dictate when there are good and bad times to do stuff how people appear um how you may be feeling at a moment there are people who make jokes about oh you feel crazy around full moon well talk to any police officer any nurse they'll tell you things are crazier during full moons it just kind of happens like that because it pulls on the tides of the ocean it affects people's emotions all of that kind of stuff so 
that's how I got into astrology. Um, just really curious. I was reading books and I kind of wanted to know more about myself and my sign. Um, I'm a Scorpio, the infamous Scorpio. So um, we are the investigators of the Zodiac. So I kept just wanting to learn more about myself. And so that's what kind of led me down that path because then I'll be like, oh, well, this person's an Aquarius. Let me read about them and see how they are. And so by the time I was like in my, I'll probably say mid twenties, I just was really interested in learning more about it. Wow. Wow. So when most people think about astrology or myself included, I automatically think about signs when you're born and compatibility. I always hear people say, and, and this may not be correct, but I always hear people say things like, you know, oh, you are Aries. So you're compatible to this sign or you're a Pisces. You're compatible to this sign. Is it a lot more to it than that? Um, or is that just a basic step that people stop at when they think of astrology? So in astrology, you have something called aspects. Um, in astrology, there are aspects. And so aspects are basically like, uh, so a natal chart is on a wheel. So it's a, it's a big circle. So the aspects are the relation. The, the So if you speak of like math the degrees between the signs so signs that are opposite one another are 180 degrees from one another usually those signs either get along really good because they're able to play off one another's strengths or they don't get along it actually depends on the signs um and then there are signs that square one another um they're 90 degrees apart and they just don't really get along you know they have tension there are things about those signs that are in conflict with one another um and so an example would be my sign Scorpio is squares the sign of Aquarius. And so we just don't really get each other. You know, we think that they're too flighty. They think we're too deep, you know, so there's challenge not to say you can't get along with someone, but there have to be other things in their chart that get along with your chart. For instance, as far as compatibility, the rule of thumb is that signs of the same, um, the same modality basically work together so all of the earth signs tend to get along that's taurus virgo and capricorn they tend to get along there because they're all very earth money oriented that's usually how they think um and earth tend they also tend to get along with water signs because you think of it like water helps or the earth grow you know things like that so they tend to get along with water signs because they kind of balance one another out water signs tend to be um, characteristically very emotional and then earth signs are more stable so they tend to work together so water signs would be cancer scorpio pisces so then you have the fire and the earth signs and they work together typically you know, not in all cases but typically they work together so the air signs are going to be aquarius libra and gemini and they're all about your mentality and thinking and fire signs are going to be leo um, Sagittarius and Aries and so they're all about passion and making action and making things go forward so um, the air signs may think up an idea and then the fire signs will go and execute it so they tend to get along now if say you're an air sign um, I'm, yeah you're a Libra and your partner is a Gemini you would think it's a bad match made in heaven that's Kanye and Kim Kardashian you would think oh it's a match made in heaven that'll be perfect well, the thing that makes Kanye and Kim actually work is their moon signs work together. So your moon sign is where the moon was when you were born and your moon represents your mother or your caregiver. And it also represents um, your emotional state. So you can look at astrology really breaks down. Your mother really determines your emotional state, which ultimately, if you stay home with your mom, you spend time with your mother, that's 
typically how that does work out um so as far as that their moon signs are compatible so both of their moons are in pisces so they think the same they feel the same so they're on an emotional level and then yeah their sun signs work together they're both air signs he's a gemini she's a libra so that works now there could be somebody that's a gemini and your boo's a libra but y'all's moons square one another and y'all fight all the time and then it just doesn't work so an example would be um i'll say leo and scorpio their leo is very egotistical scorpio is all about being powerful and dominant those signs are not going to get along if they're their moon signs though they may have a very passionate relationship but it will probably be a lot of arguing that goes on in disagreements probably would fizzle out um you gotta think of it like leo's a fire sign and the scorpio is a water sign that water will put out that fire it's usually just not going to work out versus like i said the two water signs the two pisces moons they're flowing together pisces rules fish so they're flowing together they're in the ocean together they're cool so that's how that normally works so if two if someone is in a romantic relationship with another person and their venus signs don't match again that's not going to work because venus is how you love that's not going to work either so you can have some squares in your charts together and that's called a um synastry chart where you it actually lays your chart on top of your partner's chart and it sees where your planets all match up there can be some squares there but if it's between major parts like your venus your even sometimes your moons um or your suns it might not work out so that's really how that's the deeper part of astrology that most people don't get because they just know about their sun sign yeah so that was um I'm glad you went into good detail about that because that was kind of going to be a follow-up question was how valid or how true does it hold? Because I'm a cancer. So I do know cancers uh, tend to be emotional, you know, uh, mood swings up and down, uh, family oriented. All that's true for me. So how much of what they say about different signs holds valid or is true when you start talking to people um, in terms of friendship and in terms of relationships as well. So again, someone can be an Aries and Aries are known for being hot-headed, being very impulsive, being leaders, being bossy. And this person could have a moon sign in Pisces or Libra. And you're like, she doesn't really act like an Aries. Well, her moon sign isn't a sign that's more passive. So she may still assert herself, but it may be in a more tactful way than most Aries are known to be violent. Like it may be more tactful. And then you also have a rising sign, which is tells about your physical characteristics and how your personality projects itself. So again, you could be an Aries and be a cancer rising. So you could be a very nurturing person. You may scold people in a very nurturing, kind way versus an Aries who let's see as a leo rising they may start just yelling at you you know because that's they're lying they're roaring so that's what kind of makes up your chart um and then your mercury is how you communicate and how you think so if your mercury is in a sign like libra or pisces or virgo you may not be as outspoken as the leo sun that you are or um it may be in conflict with you like i've met people who um so maybe they have a son in Sagittarius, but it opposes their, because that's the opposite sign is um, Gemini. There opposes their moon in Gemini. So at that point, they want to speak up, but it's challenging for them to speak up because their moon and their sun 
I'm sorry, their sun and their Mercury um, are, are opposite one another. So they may be uncomfortable speaking up, but they have a lot of ideas and this person may become passive aggressive. It just really depends on where it is in the chart. So on the chart it's broken down into 12 houses. So it depends on how that sign plays out for you. It depends on what sign it's in, but it also depends on what house it's in as well. That all makes up how you are. So if your Mercury is in a particular house and a particular sign, the energy from that house, the energy from that sign, all of that matters. So so based on what you know, how much should people put into astrology when they're looking to build relationships, when they're looking to build friendships, when they're looking to connect with coworkers, looking to network? You know, how much and you can use your a personal example if you want. Um, how much stock should people put into astrology and say, oh, this this is that sign. So I don't know if I even want to be bothered with starting a relationship or be bothered with trying to connect with them, be a business partner with them, because I know based on astrology, we're not compatible. Um, I would say always trust yourself. That's okay. like the most important thing. <laughs> Always trust yourself um, because, I mean, you could learn that you, that could be a relationship you learn from. I mean, anything can happen. Um, but I will say um, there are bad times to get into relationships such as Mercury retrograde or Venus retrograde because the planet of communication, planet of love, Mercury, Venus, when they're retrograde, you're not really getting the full information. You don't really know. And you could go ahead and try it. And then after it happens... You're like, oh, dang, I didn't know that this person had this going on. And it's like, you, you'll, you'll kind of, you'll get that, that revolution, you know, after it's, <laughs> after it's all done, said and done, usually. Um, unless it's somebody that you've dated before. That's actually favored because retrogrades are about things from the past. Now, as far as um, putting stock into it, I feel like if you do keep having repeated situations with someone or different people of the same sun sign or moon sign, I would say to pay attention to that. Maybe they, I would say, I use the term hit, but um, I mean, like maybe their moon, for instance, is conjunct, which means that it's at the exact degree of maybe a planet or an asteroid, because I also look at the asteroids in people's charts, that is very negative, so they could actually bring out the worst in you. They could do things to trigger you, things to make you mad. There's an asteroid that's very pop, very popular called Chiron. It's about trauma and pain. So if I don't know, their Mercury is again is is exact at the exact same degree, and then it's like, what are the chances of that being at the exact same degree as yours? That's probably something that like the universe is trying to give you a sign or something about that. So that person may belittle you that person may verbally or mentally abuse you because it's mercury and then it's chiron so stuff like that i would pay attention to um you may have to get an astrologer look at that in detail um because usually when people are, are you know when they fall in love with people or you know get married to people they will have like positive conjunctions their venus may be on that person's sun or north node even um, which is a destiny point that everybody has so I would I would definitely just say if you see repeated things, pay attention to that. However, it could just be like, um, you know, there was just a lesson to learn from that person. Um, or if it's like in a house, like maybe it's in your 12th house and that's the house of, of, of addictions. And this person introduces you to drugs. 
that might be a really bad connection. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to you just have yeah. to know your chart and to know where that person's information is affecting your your chart, and then you can kind of see how that feels but i also feel like your body will be giving you signals as to whether that person is good for you are you happy when you see them do you feel stressed out when you see them so that's kind of like another like layer of like self-awareness on that wow so so y'all here she got a wealth of knowledge gosh so much to follow a wealth of knowledge um and i'm definitely gonna get into detail in terms of resources that people can look for to learn more about this information and how they can get in contact with you but I want to switch over to the medical side of astrology. Um, and, you know, we we like to think about health, a holistic approach. So understanding not just the physical, but the mental as well, the spiritual and so on. When you think of medical astrology, I feel like it falls into that realm of holistic health as well by understanding how astrology can help you medically. So if you can just speak on, you know, in general, how can astrology help you medically? So on a deep level, each astrology, each sign is associated with a particular cell salt. So if you are having a health deficiency, depending on where it's happening in your body, you can go that route and like chiropractors, herbalists, um, nutritionists, um, even and sometimes like naturopathic doctors, they are they're aware of this kind of thing. Um, so as I was talking about the asteroid Chiron, wherever that is, you will tend to have more health issues in that part of your body. So it's important to know where your Chiron is. Also, your sixth house is your house of health and work. So um, if you have planets there, such as Saturn, which is the planet of restriction, you may have problems there. Like I know a person who um, she has Saturn. I want to say it's in her fifth house of um, childbirth and pregnancy. And every pregnancy she, she's had very, very serious kind of health complications each time. Um, and just barely like escape death really. Like she just, every time it's been very challenging for her. Um, like she can get pregnant. I didn't want to say it was like in a fertile, because the earth signs and the water signs are considered fertile signs. I want to say it's in one of those but it's Saturn and it just restricts and makes things hard. So things like that will affect you. But um, yeah, so basically each each sign, each sign is associated with the body part. So whatever sign is in your sixth house will affect you in your lifetime. So I use myself for an example. I have Aries in my sixth house. Um, Aries rules your head, your eyes. I wear glasses, if you guys can't see me, but I wear glasses. <laughs> so there, there's, there's that. Um, and then what else? My, my son has Chiron and Aries. He also wears glasses. So that's like another thing. Um, also, Aries, like I said, it was your head. So um, I used to have migraines and I had to like heal myself from those. Oh, yeah. And also your sinuses and stuff like that. I used to have like really bad sinus issues. So it's just an example of something I have to pay attention to. So, for instance, how can astrology help you medically and with your health? I know I should never get on a motorcycle without a helmet because I know I have Aries in my sixth house. It's just. Some people can probably chance that. I don't need yeah. to do that. I need to be careful. I probably shouldn't do any type of sports that involve being hit in the head. Uh -huh. Just not a good idea. So things um, like that. Um, I'll use Virgo in the six, for instance. You probably, Virgo rules your nerves um, and your digestive system. So when you get really anxious, you probably, your stomach starts hurting really bad or you start shaking or you really do have anxiety. That could be a key to you. Maybe I should operate, or Virgo rules, um, 
herbalism and also health so it might be a good idea for you to have an herbalist on your team and use herbs it may be a good idea for you to do holistic health treatments like yoga acupuncture chiropractic stuff like that um, so it's kind of the sign really tells you where you may have problems and what you need to do to make sure that they're not as bad as they could be wow so once again you guys hear firsthand you're listening to her all that she knows and she probably knows a lot more i'm just amazed at how much she knows how much i'm learning about astrology so you mentioned um something very briefly about nutrition and astrology i think you mentioned something about an herbalist um if if you you have a certain sign maybe you need to have an herbalist on your team um how much of a role does nutrition um play into astrology So there are certain herbs and plants that are associated with certain signs. Um, Maybe they sprout during that sign's time or they have characteristic of that sign. Um, So for instance, like plants like basil, um, it represents prosperity. So it's aligned like with Jupiter. Um, Basil is good for getting rid of like infections and things like that. It has nutrients in it and Jupiter is about expanding and growth. So they kind of align in a way. So it just depends. Um, I'm sure there are several memes and different things that you can find that break down the different ones. Or if you do like a um, some research on like um, like spiritual baths, herbal baths, they'll have like the meaning of like the different plants. And so they align with different um, signs. Um, also, like I said, there are certain cell salts that are associated with particular um, signs. So one, there was a book, um, it's called how to do a medical astrology reading that's actually the name of the book and she has all of the ailments that each sign is associated with um and she also has all of the different cell salts that you may need for each for any health issue that you have it's almost like an astrology health book it's really cool um i think it was like 10 bucks on amazon um so i definitely i have that book but it's definitely a lot to digest like it's (laughs) a lot because she's breaking down like She's even able to break down the duration of disease, like how long you'll be sick if you have like a major terminal illness or something. So, um, yeah, so like I said, there are certain plants and, and, and herbs and foods even that are associated with particular um, signs. So not to put you on the spot, but do you remember anything from the cancer section since I'm a cancer? Um, I do know that cancer is... Um, associated with the heart chakra and the chest um the breast uh, motherhood and the stomach so i would say anything that's good for those body parts um i know for sure that cascara sagrada is great for digestive healing so i would associate that with um cancer energy um i want to i want to say rose is really good rose oil and roses are good for um cancer energy uh, but I don't re- I don't remember all of them. And I don't know the cell salts. I do not know those by heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who is not familiar with this type of work, like I said, whenever they hear astrology, they think compatibility. They think about um, possibly like psychic readings and um, tarot cards, um, which could be fearful mm-hmm. for some people to get into. So I know myself. I don't want to go anywhere near psychic reading or tarot cards, just me personally. I don't know a lot about astrology, but what do you say to the person where they want to learn more about this topic, 
but yet it's still some fears about this that they can't seem to get over okay um i'm I'm pretty well versed on this topic um i would definitely say that like i said i feel like you know if you believe in god you believe in a higher being that the planets are there for us um like i said the moon pulls on the tides of the oceans and it's proven that it affects people's emotions and things like that um so i feel like these planets are here to help us they're here to guide us give us information we have eclipses you know even in like ancient times different cultures they knew that there was there were shifts going on when there were eclipses eclipses bring big change um what happened on our last well we just had an eclipse on friday and a lot of people talked about um uh, prince harry and megan leaving the royal family and it was in the sign of cancer cancer rules family so that was a major global event and then prior to that we had an eclipse at the end of the end of, end of december um in capricorn and capricorn rules government structures people in power and that's when there was all this talk about impeachment so it's like even if you don't want to get deep into it and like use it for oh it's monday it's the moon's day i'm gonna do a fertility ritual like you don't have to go that deep but it's good to know what's going on astrologically because like i said mercury retrograde worst time to buy a car if you didn't know it was mercury retrograde you go buy a car and you're like why did i buy this car and i've been having problems since i pulled it off the lot well the planet of communication and transportation was quote unquote hiding or in retrograde so you kind of did that to yourself cosmically because you weren't really paying attention so i feel like it's good um also if you look at the farmer's almanac as a child i used i never understood why they had astrological signs in the almanac i was just like why do they have the moon is in scorpio or the moon is like what is that for like they're planting plants i didn't realize it's because again the moon pulls on the tides of the ocean so when the moon is like full the water rises highest to the soil so those plants you don't have to push the seeds so deep down there's a lot of different i'm not a gardener but i know there's a lot of information as to when the planets are doing certain things there's certain times when you weed there's certain times when you plant there's certain times when you harvest there's all those different things is based on the moon um what sign the moon is in because each like i said each um sign has an energy so for instance um, taurus energy is some of the most potent moon energy moon energy is great for bringing in money in your life it's great for planting things or harvesting things so um the moon is considered exalted in taurus well taurus is an earth sign so it just kind of makes sense so with that being said um i would say it's great it's a great tool to use for your daily life um because like i said there are times when it's a bad time to press charges against somebody versus another time where it could be better to do that or to get married versus or have a baby. All the, there's all these different things that I feel like it can help with. Um, you don't have to get down and like, you know, worship Saturn or anything like that. Like that, you don't have to do all of that. Um, but I feel like it's a good it's kind of to me, it's kind of like watching the weather. It kind of just kind of keeps you like, ooh, well. The moon is in Gemini. Maybe that's why that lady kept talking to me on the bus today. Because Gemini was communication. And you could just look at it like, okay, people are going to be more chatty today. Cool. Versus being irritated by that. So so um, I'm glad you explained that. Because I'm sure it's a lot of people who can relate. Um, since it is very important, where can people find more information about this topic on a basic level? Or if they want to get into deep detail. So I definitely have astrology classes. Um, and so... If you want those, you can contact me at info at lajerain.com, and that's L-A-J-E-R-E-I-N-E.com. Um, I have 
um, digital classes that you can download and take for yourself. Um, also, there's a wealth of books. There's one book, I do not remember the author's name, but it's called The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need. And it breaks down the houses, the signs, how you put it together, the different aspects, just how all this different stuff comes together. The medical astrology reading book is good if you want to know more about health astrology. I think there's a book called Birthday or The, the Day You Were Born is also another good book because it, it talks about, because um, astrology, each part is broken down into signs as well, in different parts as well. There's three parts to each sign. So if you're born at the first part of Scorpio, you may have a different personality than someone who is born at the end. So that will help you kind of break down like what type of sign, like what type of Taurus or what type of Cancer you are. Also, I really like, um, there's an astrologer, his name is, rsk astrology um and he does um like vedic astrology which is like indian astrology but he just really breaks down like how things can be expressed in your chart so you may be like oh i have this horrible aspect you know because you'll hear things about oh your mercury's retrograde in your chart you have issues like some people exaggerate on that he really talks about how you can use those things for good so for instance if you have a plan to make or something that may make you talk too much maybe you need to be a public speaker or something like or you use that start a podcast i don't know use that as a use that as a, a tool to help yourself versus some astrologers may say things that are more negative so i like him because he's very positive um but like i said you can really watch the moon and the eclipses for um political events so that's always like a good way to kind of see you can kind of predict what something's going to happen like i said with the cancer eclipse you kind of knew something family or dealing with women because cancer rules those two things was gonna happen and it did i mean really essentially both so the only astrology book you'll ever need is really one of the great like starting points for astrology wow so i was waiting for you to say you possibly had a book out there with all the information that you got <laughs> but i do want you to tell the people um you mentioned you do classes um just give a, a quick overview of you know what you touch on in your class and how you help clients okay so i do have an astrology keyword guide okay. it's not essentially a book <laughs> but it will break down um how everything um, breaks down in your chart so for instance your third house actually rules your cousins that's not something that's just publicly known about the third house so um all of the keywords for each sign and each planet um i do have that also i have classes on working with the moon um there are good times to do things with the moon even down to shaving your hair waxing your hair all that kind of stuff growing your hair longer there you can work with the moon to do that um the moon phases are there to help you um, if you want to change how you look or um, if you if it's a good or a bad time to do a makeover or change your wardrobe, things like that. So I do have a moon magic course as well. How to work with the moon. Um, um, so we have some entertainment over here. Um, so um, let's see. I also do have a class if you were born between 95 and I believe it's. No, 85 and 92, you're pretty much a part of the Pluto and Scorpio generation. And so we are the game changers. You'll see that the millennials, um, mostly millennials, the age kind of cuts off a little bit with the millennial age range. But when Pluto was in Scorpio, Pluto is exalted in Scorpio because it rules that. And that's all about transformation and change. So as you can see, a lot of us do have nonprofits or podcasts or magazines where we're going against the status quo. We're speaking up against climate change and just all kinds of crazy things that have been accepted in our society. And so that's our um, 
charge is to really change the world that we live in and so if you are a part of that generation i have a pluto and scorpio uh, course to and it breaks down wherever pluto and scorpio is in your chart what you're charged to do as a part of part of this life chain so it may be health information it may be becoming a health professional whatever it is for um you in your chart specifically i do still do um chart readings um, as uh, on an as-needed basis for people um sometimes people come to me regarding their yearly overview i've been doing that for about three years for people and i've predicted weddings i've predicted babies um because to me it's not really a prediction because for me i'm like well it's in your chart like i can just see it there it's not really like oh like i flipped over a card and it told me this although i can do that i do have cards but i don't have to like if it's in your chart it's just going to happen so for instance i'll give my mom as an example i looked at my mom's chart so my mom had me when she was 23 years old and the chart of your first child is usually in your fifth house it rules pregnancy childbirth even romance and dating so really it's like how you met your mate and then how y'all had your first baby is kind of in your chart so in my mom's fifth house it's the sign of scorpio that's my sign and it starts at 23 degrees that's when she had me and i'm just like well it's in your chart like it's kind of just there so that's one of those things um you know where you can just kind of you know use astrology for all kinds of things um, i've had people come to me to decide whether when is a good time for me to get married i want to get married over the next six months what are some good dates for me what are some auspicious dates that work with me and my person's astrology so i'll look at that person's chart and the partner's chart so um those are the things that i have um however if you want a private session on something maybe you have a health issue and you want to dig deeper and see maybe why you have that problem um i did have a really close friend of mine who had a kidney issue um come to me and she was just like am i gonna die like am i going to live and i was kind of like oh god this is kind of intimidating i probably haven't been reading charts for about, about a year so i looked in her chart and i actually saw that jupiter which actually rules um the um liver and vitality going into the sign of libra which rules the kidneys and libra was in a significant part of her chart that was for healing and i was like actually i think you're gonna be okay you know and literally almost a year after because she called me during libra season ironically that next year she got a kidney transplant so I was like kind of blown away <laughs> at my own skills. But like I said, it was in it's in your chart. So the information is there for us to use. Like I said, I don't believe it was a coincidence that we have some of the things that we have. Um, and it just it does show you where you're jacked up at, but it also shows you how to heal from it. Wow. what a, That's an amazing story. Wow. So um, I am curious how big of a community is the astrology community? And then. A second part to that, how big, because me and you both, people can't see us, uh, we're black. <laughs> so how big is the black community when it comes to astrology and wanting to learn more about this topic? Really great question. So the astrology community is huge. There are like annual astrology conferences yearly. Um, they're usually like in Europe. And there are people that come from all over for these astrology things. Um, there is a lady, I do not remember her name, but she actually teaches medical astrology to doctors, which I think is really powerful. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it is starting to be accepted a little bit by the um, medical community. Um, I've even heard of like nurses doing Reiki, which is kind of like an energetic laying of hands. And I thought that was really powerful that they're bringing that into hospitals and things like that. But the, the black astrology community is definitely growing. It's not that big, but it's definitely growing. Um, I do know that one of the 
greatest astrologers that I know of. His name is Ra Aku. Um, I did a quick mini read with him and he told me that I had a scar above my left eye. I'm like, how do you know that? It's not even big. And he was like, yeah, you fell. I'm like, how do you know this? He's like, it's in your chart. Now, this man is like 70 years old. So he's been doing this a long time. He's very wise. And um, we actually had the same birthday. And so I, I kind of was like, that's kind of cool. And he was like, you have the potential to be great like me. And I just kind of laughed. <laughs> um, but that, I thought that was a cool compliment. Um, but he is one of the few people that is really like an elder, a black elder in the astrology community. And he does teach people. Um, there are a few astrology groups. I know I have an astrology group, um, Astrology for the African Soul. We had about 500 members. We had about 2,500, but too much riffraff going on. So I wanted to break it down to where there were enough people that were like serious about studying astrology and really learning. So that group is um, open. Um, I only charge a $5 entry fee. Um, and like I said, it's, it is an inclusive community. So it's just us in there. Um, but we do learn um, about astrology. We talk about current events and how they break down. We've been talking about certain singers that have been in trouble lately and how that's playing out in their chart. Um, Saturn is right on top of their sun. Well, Saturn, Pl Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter are all the same exact same place actually starting today. And they've been bearing down on him. And Pluto can put you in jail. And that's kind of where that person is right now. So they're dealing with that. So we talk about stuff like that so that you can see how, how you can... Um, uh how that plays out in other people's lives who are on display so that you can see how it can affect you um so like i said i have my group i think i know there's an indig indigenous astrologers group where they get very technical with down to the degrees with astrology but it is a great place to learn so it is growing the black astrology community but it's not really big because it is somewhat taboo in our community but there are some ministers who are starting to incorporate that with their sermons so I'm, it's, it's growing in our community um, it's just some people see it as a conflict with their faith but like I said I feel like it's just definitely like a good way to just check your neck really mm -hmm. <laughs> so you guys heard she has a group um, out there a growing group with about 500 members um, just want to double check that group is on Facebook correct um, yes it is um, also you can follow me on Instagram at prettiest underscore life um, on Facebook, um, I do have an, a spiritual given name. And so that is what my Facebook is under. And so it's under Mahadevi, which is pretty much a goddess name. So M-A-H-A-D-E-V-I, Oshaniki, which is the Nigerian African name um, under a priestess of Oshun who gave it to me. Um, and it's O-S-U-N-N-I-K-E. If you type that in, you should be able to find me. Um, I have on a red top. Um, so you can just, you know, add me or you can inbox me, answer my inboxes if you want to join the group. Um, and then I also have a spiritual group, Glam Alchemy, where we talk about um, uh, basically alchemy and how to transform your reality. Um, so that's actually a page on Facebook where you can go and you can like that and you can get updates. And I actually have a digital astrology calendar. So if you want to know, like, when is Venus going to be? in my sixth house and I'm gonna get a new job or something like that you can download that um, calendar and you can upload it to your phone or your google calendar and it will update you um, when those planets move and so you can know when you can take the appropriate action and uh, you can find me on youtube at youtube.com slash backslash bliss health that's awesome that's awesome and it's crazy how you said doctors and ministers and other um, traditional groups are starting to incorporate um, astrology into their healing practices. That lets you know how powerful this is and how much growth um, this community is seeing. But here's the deal. You guys heard it from her. 
you see how much knowledge she has please 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 reach out to her on facebook on instagram by email um if you didn't get any of those you can reach out to me i can put you in contact with her um like she said it may conflict some people think that this type of work conflicts with their faith and we can talk about that on another episode because i'm sure you can go into detail about that but like you said this is another way to check your balances cross your t's dot your i's on things that you're doing in your daily life um so just understanding the basic knowledge of astrology i think is important and i'm gonna take your advice i'm gonna look at some of the at least basic knowledge of astrology um and really see um what it's about but thank you again for coming on the podcast i hope people reach out to you um i'm gonna keep promoting you out here because you have a wealth of knowledge um but as always people who listen to my show know that i like to end it by saying something from nipsey hustle because i loved everything he presented in his music and in his life when it comes to entrepreneurship when it comes to finances when it comes to elevating your life and he always said the marathon continues by any means it does not stop so whatever you're doing keep moving keep elevating to the next level this is a way that we're elevating our health to the next level by doing this podcast by speaking with people at an expertise level on different topics that you typically don't hear when it comes to health and astrology is one of those topics um, that myself and I hope people in my audience at least get the basic knowledge um, or go into deeper detail about to elevate their health. So until next time, peace. This episode of the Luxury Health Podcast is brought to you by Roots and Crops Tea Company, where tea is more than a beverage to us. It's an opportunity for us to express creativity, spread love, and impact lives daily. Visit www.ract.com and get amazing tea products and content. If you enjoy today's show, head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher now to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you for tuning in.